Hello everyone. It's my pleasure to be recording this first episode of my new podcast Let's Talk Life's Musings with my very dear school friend Gauri Kulkarni. We were in the same section right from nursery till 10th standard and here I am again talking to her having fun conversations getting to know a little more about her. Yeah, welcome to the podcast first of all and uh, this is my new podcast. Uh, the second one yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and thank you for being a part so let's start a little with a little introduction about yourself tell me okay. something about yourself <laughs> yeah i mean yes you know but for the rest of the podcast uh, i am gauri kulkarni now gauri madangiri um, so i am from hubli and uh, of course we studied in the same school sacred heart college and yeah i mean i'm the only child to my parents uh, my dad's a doctor mom used to work but now at home that's it and uh, i'm married to abhijit madangiri again you know him <laughs> so yeah so he is uh, a software engineer and uh, i have a 10 year old daughter so yeah that's about my little family plus uh, my father in law lives with us so we have a little bigger family than the three of us and we have our pet our cat and we have a full time help who is also a family to us so all of us are here and by profession yes i'm a corporate lawyer we'll talk about it later why how and things like that but yeah i'm a corporate lawyer so basically i am uh, uh, i handle or whatever you call it uh, four uh, different countries uh, for my company so i'm the only legal for these four countries uh, basically it's uh, a financial software company UK based company where we make financial software for banks and uh, other you know financial institutions so practically every other bank in india is my customer so from the legal side i handle for uh, india yeah india sri lanka nepal and bangladesh that's my uh, <clears throat> i'm the principal counsel for the company so that's my profession as you know. yeah it's been about 15 and a half years and into law so <laughs> That's on. quite yeah. interesting Gauri thank you so much for that uh, wonderful introduction and i must mm-hmm. say i think i'm meeting i mean interviewing a corporate lawyer for the first time oh, right okay <laughs> so it's quite interesting to know yeah. it's a big responsibility i suppose right handling yes, the legal issues is. right is. and yeah. especially yeah. if it's if it's the financial companies that you have yeah. to take care i mean there's lot yeah. lot of things involved Really yeah, tough. because it's the banks, right? And sometimes because you sometimes have to deal with the government bl- banks, the public banks. So that's even more challenging. Uh, for me also, it's a lot of learning. Uh, you know, joining this company because it's like thrown into a vast ocean and you just deal with it. Types, but it's <laughs> teaching me a lot. So it's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 But how how did you how did it all start? I mean, you uh, in school uh, we did uh, we were in the same section C section, yeah. right? Yeah, right from yeah. I think uh, LKG. I think we were in the same yeah, section. Yeah, same right? section. yeah, same section. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, how did it all happen? Getting into law and all that. What oh. inspired you? <laughs> no i mean uh, of course see i mean basically i think i realized it when i was in my 10th 11th uh, of course when i was uh, in uh, the science college in hubli and because all my friends were there so i was there and also i think my mom had a little hope that being a doctor's daughter maybe you know she might choose medicine but i realized it's not for me it's not something that interests me luckily i came from a pretty liberal family so they did not kind of push me into okay. you know what i had to do so i i think from when i was a kid i mean a little grown up but i used to write 
you know i used to write poetry i used to used to travel i used to travel with my parents then i used to write some little small article something about it nothing major but i had a book and i used to write them so always i had this interest for journalism i don't know why so i always thought that uh, you know i should score well in english and then i'll get into journalism this was all my thoughts <laughs> then uh, yeah and eventually incidentally i mean i also got i mean i was to go to pune for my journalism but during the same time uh, my childhood friend i don't know if you know her shruti shurpali she uh, also was with us in our science javans college so she met my dad and then she just told him that uncle there's a entrance test and you know it's for from the university it's one of the top 10 universities it's been listed and in india and something stands 10 something like that so i'm giving that exam so why don't uh, you know when gauri give and just like that so my dad said yeah why don't you just try and i knew it okay this is something else happening here but then i just gave it and i cleared it so both of us cleared it so actually i remember when we cleared it i was everybody was so happy people who cleared but i was so sad it's like oh my god i'm not going <laughs> so that was my thing but um, and the first whole year i have cursed shruti so much for uh-huh. you know telling my dad about it and then he stayed by but then eventually i realized yeah this is you know something really interesting what i want to do because we used to have a lot of national competitions and things like that where you have mock uh, cases and so you know we used to right. go for those things so yeah so it's something that interests me basically when there is interaction and when there is collaboration and there is writing it's something that i always enjoyed Oh, so it started like that, and then yeah, I landed up here. <laughs> so, what was your parents' reaction when you cleared the test and got into the college? Oh, they were very happy. They were like, yeah, yeah. Now, so you don't have to go anywhere. You're going to be at home, and you know, you'll be here, and it'll be nice, and things like that. And of course, the thing was like, unlike engineering, you know, that time uh, jobs as such in corporate law was, you know, we were not really exposed to, and especially being from a smaller town, we had no idea, you know, these kind of jobs really exist. So my parents really thought, is she going to go to the court and practice and things like that, which I really didn't want to do. I thought, let me see what I have to do. But during the same time, I think when around when I was in my fourth year, finally, we have a five years course. So that was the time I started seeing that. Uh, these outsourcing legal started that time uh, that was how i started actually so it was more of these uh, companies from us and uh, europe they used to kind of outsource their legal bits uh, to okay. india right and uh, yeah it was very initial and then for me it was like just get it to an mnc it was mnc was a dream for me at that time and people used to make fun of me it's like what you know with this what you want to really go and start and stuff but then i knew and met a few people and then at the same time uh, my husband now so he was preparing his cv his resume and i said why don't you just try preparing for me also let's see and i wasn't still in my final year and that time uh, you know there were some articles i remember in deccan herald that uh, these, these are the companies which are actually looking to hire freshers and you know uh, things like that and i said okay let me try so the resume that he prepared for me i just sent it across and i don't know what happened and they just called me i had about three rounds of telephonic interview and i got the job even before i finished my final exams of my final year so i had the job and uh, i landed up in hyderabad that was the job and they had hired 25 freshers and out of uh, 25 freshers 24 were campus recruits and i was the only one who was off campus and when people ask me where are you from i said yeah karnataka university dharwad they like where is dharwad so it started from there you know because they were all from all national universities different places but that's what i felt i mean maybe that's the start so 
course right. i worked in hyderabad for a very little time then moved to bangalore and then of course eventually moved out of outsourcing and moved to these uh, in house where you know for the company but that time that was the thing but uh, now you know there is legal has so much scope every other company has their own in house legal and you know for their uh, definitely so today it's really no looking back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i think uh, the, the industry also has grown like anything right the industry yeah, that you have been yeah. working like those days a lot yeah, right? yeah. it's a lot a lot yeah and in I fact how we tell people yeah so yeah. you guys really i mean legal really has grown so much and it's a small world i mean when we join some companies every time we eventually end up knowing somebody or the other it is like that but it's it's grown it has grown up because earlier it was more of outsourcing what they used to ask us to do but today it's more of every company right they want their in house people and especially if there is a kind of uh, like your it companies or where which is mine as well so i mean you know the engineer guys you know where they work or the software guys so where you actually manufacture a product if you're making a product you have to sell it and if your country is a place where the sales are happening then they obviously need a lot so that's how it goes on <laughs> No, no, definitely, Gauri. I think uh, uh, you know it's so different from listening to everybody being a doctor or an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody taking up this and actually, see, it was your calling, right? So this was yeah. your cup of tea, yeah. and fortunately, yes. everything fell into place, right? One it by fell one, into one. Place. So Shruti, your friend came in as uh, I think your messenger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, is she yeah. also still part of this is she also working yes. uh she is a lawyer she has also done her masters she is a professor so basically she teaches I and uh, right now she is pursuing her phd so she is mainly into academics so academics. she got into that and i got into the corporate world <laughs> so that's right. that that's really yeah. nice so gauri yeah. if you have to give some suggestions for youngsters today like you know how do they go about this i mean it must have been quite different then like if they really want to get in to what you're doing right now so where do yeah. they start a little yeah. bit yeah so first thing uh, i think before the youngsters i would definitely like to tell the parents i mean you know our our generation of a little older than us it's like we most of the times you know it's like i mean i have met so many of my friends they are like no no my kid has to be a doctor my kid has to be a businessman and things like that i feel it is first first step is that we have to just let the kids be because each of them is different you know somebody may be good at sports somebody may be good at something else somebody may be good at academics so i think first is let them be then two is uh, the kids i think they are very smart these days our time we had no exposure we had nothing but today they know so well <laughs> what they want to do <laughs> they have access to internet they read they see people they see their parents you know because obviously how we are with our children i think things were very different during our time right it was yeah, our parents we, we it was a very different uh, upbringing i think we all had but these guys have a lot of access so i think the youngsters first of all they need to know what they want to do and once they decide what they want to do they really have to try doing the best if there is no shortcut that's one thing i really feel there is no shortcut in life there's there's never hard. a shortcut yes no you have to work hard <laughs> so that's the thing and right. people if they want to get into my field there's a lot of opportunity lot of option of course corporate law is one big thing then like the corporate law i have worked in a, a multinational company which is a uk based you know for that kind of a company but there are law firms which are also very very good the law firms deal with the corporate and litigations like even in my company i reach out to external law firms for certain different kind of help because yes. i may not be an expertise in everything right i'll be i can do a little bit 
so it's like i always tell my husband it's like you being a electronics telecommunication engineer probably wouldn't know what is automobile or mechanical it's same for us so you know law firms are great then people want to get into practice they are amazing right you get that kind of an exposure it's great so, so they they, and they teaching need, obviously yeah teaching but for anything that they have to get into this field first after 12th they are supposed to take up a degree in law how is it how do you go yeah i mean there are two things two ways but the best way right now is uh, after 12th it's a five year course so it's law plus so it's a double degree mine was a ba llb now you have dba llb you have like that so you know you can take up that and then whatever you want to choose i mean you can do your masters i mean most probably if you want to get into teaching and other you know other things then you can get into corporate and yeah there are a lot of options you can go abroad and study your masters there are many options for that basically masters is to specialize in something so you know in that so once too, once yeah. this five year course is done then they can choose whichever way they want to and then go yeah. accordingly yeah apply go for jobs yeah, yeah corporate yes. or maybe yes. get into academics like a friend did yeah, but yeah. and our time no we had no uh, exposure to internship and other things but oh, today every law college they have internships so you can get into these firms and start working during your vacations and all that so it's a great help then you can decide Gauri, like you said that you were the only of campus student and you got selected right so does it really matter the college that you choose now these days or every college these days has an exposure no i feel of course the college that you choose really matters uh, our time only i had felt that uh, you know because all of them had done internships and i had not done it even once so those things were there but today i think even uh, there are different colleges even in karnataka in fact hubli uh, you have the state law university it's called a karnataka state law university so it's a law university for, for various uh, colleges all over across karnataka so they have a lot of opportunities today you know there they do uh, appreciate or they do encourage internships they do have different kinds of ways of learning so those things really matter it's very good if you get into a national university or a state specific university than uh, yeah it is better and you get internships yeah. and then of course yeah and you right? have campus you have campus recruitments you have all of that today all of that so too. and in fact for law you have a entrance also right like Yes, yes. Yes, we also have that. As before the degree, you have an entrance. Yeah. So have... to get into a best college, you want to. So you also have an entrance exam for law now. So it was there even national. then when you were there. No, were no. Written... Mine was only university specific. It was only for my university. But now you have it all over India. It's all like all a India. common law exam all over India. Like that. Yes, exactly. Then you and then you get admission based on the rankings that you get in the yes. yes. So the exam. colleges that you choose and what you, it's like CET. It's like that. So you have that. It's streamlined well. now. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> things have okay. changed drastically <laughs> right so let's get on to a little personal side of yours now we have been talking all about law and all this so i think after marriage we, uh, i've seen you picked up photography after your husband yeah so how has that yeah. been how has that journey been oh it's been great i mean uh, again as i said travel uh, for me was always from the beginning so i'll start with that how it started yeah. so basically yeah. i remember as a kid 
uh, with my parents you know we used to travel a lot uh, earlier when i was very young we did not have the car so i remember we used to go a lot to goa so the i mean one experience i remember so well is that you know uh, in the train when we used to go to goa at around 3:30 4 am in the morning this uh, dooth sagar falls would come and my dad used to wake us up and we would go and stand near the door and see that it used to be 334 i think most of us think oh the kids are sleeping let it be but no we used to get up we used to see that and a lot of travel and then later we start we got our car and our best thing used to be that we drive down to these you know around hubli but to the western ghats like uh, all those fall we have different falls near sirsi and yellapur and all that we used to just go on a drive whole day and have lunch somewhere and come back so travel was something which always was my my favorite thing to Part do of you, and then yeah i loved it always and then uh, when i met abhi i realized he also is you know into that i mean he enjoyed uh, birding more than photography initially he used to love birding uh, he used to uh, he used to as a kid i think go to the library and draw those birds and try to identify the birds he sees near his house so all that then when later on we started with little one couple of treks that we did in the western ghats and all those things and then eventually uh, got the camera the first camera together you know we shared one the dslr <laughs> with the lens <laughs> and then slowly we started it and that's how we loved it i mean we started doing uh, wildlife safaris that was our first thing so going to a lot of the safaris and that time the craze was tiger and leopard and tiger and leopard and i remember the way we used to go it was like i think every uh, in 3 weeks we used to just go once we used to just and then we used to miss office of course our uh, you know the careers were not so this we did not have too much of responsibilities it was cool we would just go and couple of days take off and then you know do these safaris we loved it i think for straight 8 to 9 10 years probably we've done you know and have a lot of kind of uh, wildlife photographs that we really wanted to capture in the wild or uh, different kinds of experiences with a kill with you know many different kind of things so all of those things we got and then eventually slowly we started getting into birding more of you know we stopped doing the safaris we kind of felt it is a more conducted and things like that so birds are something that we would like to do and then uh, we joined hi <laughs> and then we joined uh, uh, there's a subbirding group especially in north karnataka so mainly around hubli so we have a nice team there so we do a lot of birding together so we started focusing on the north karnataka birds different kinds of birds and then last year a couple of during the covid time you know we were in hubli for one and a half years and that's that's the time we started focusing on something called lesser mammals i'm not sure if you know you can relate to it lesser mammals we mean wolves jackals hyenas foxes so these right. are the wild things. dogs so it's right. yeah wild dogs again you'll find in the forest but these are something which you know you don't have to go as an organized tour because in the forest you have to enter with the forest department this is something where you explore all by yourself on your own okay so, yeah so abhi and i and a couple of our friends from hubli during this covid time last year one and a half years all we have done every weekend is wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning 3:30 we would step out and just look for these just look for these and we were so and you'll not believe the kind of places we have gone to we were very lucky and in fact we were the first ones to sight a hyena in north karnataka i mean people have sighted it but also photographed it nobody has ever photographed it so we photographed it with a kill in its mouth <laughs> otherwise it's generally seen uh, just through a camera trap or you know in a road accident or things like that but we were the first ones to get that then we had wolves then we got foxes with their little ones 
jakas all of these so that's something which we started doing so yeah i mean they just keep us going and looking at us even my daughter ranika is also so much into you know this Oh, right? she loves it. No, she doesn't really. I mean, she's not again too much into birds and uh, these lesser mammals. She loves safaris now. She loves going to these safaris. We recently went to Rajasthan, but her primary interest lies in frogs and uh, a little bit of snakes. <laughs> so yeah. she really, I mean, even in our apartment, if there's a frog on the way and people are walking, she just lifts it and keeps it aside so that it's not hurt. So this is her thing. So. Uh, so she is more into rep- reptiles and amphibians and you know reeds and watches a lot about those things. so yeah that's nice that's kind of head torch yeah all oh. the time with that head torch and yeah so she is kind of uh, interested in all that i think hmm. all these uh, tricks uh, i mean trips that you have taken gives her also chance to explore her territory yeah. right frogs exactly. and snakes yeah. and all that right but yeah. it, i like i was saying you know these trips uh, it looks so interesting but it needs a lot of patience perseverance yes. right to spot yes, the animals keep looking for yes. them and waking yeah. up at 3 am you need really yes, need to be passionate about it otherwise you yeah. can't it's really not easy no no i mean it's like black coffee is our soul thing we keep having it and then go and come but again i mean that's what i said so travel no as you said very rightly said travel has last i think 16 years i've been doing it travel has right. taught me a lot of patience immense patience uh, even adaptation so you know we we start adapting to different kinds of environment at different people so i can give you some examples of those things when i say patience and adapting it's like uh we used to go abina used to be uh, my husband and i i mean we uh, do hampi for last 9 years every year so hampi is not just the ruins for us hampi has everything i mean it has uh, a lot of birds it has reptiles so you know all of it so we do hampi so there is a place in hampi where we specifically go for a, for birding so it's a coracle you know it's a little thing a small little coracle and in that early morning so we used to reach the place before sunrise and we sit in the coracle for straight 3 3 and a half hours cross leg without moving so it's you know just to capture because you can't keep moving around so that's one and again uh, there are some sloth bears over there so they come very close to you so you have to sit in a hide literally you sit so much in the hide without moving straight four or five hours so you know the way they those kind of things right they teach you a lot it's a lot of patience but we get what we really want but uh, again i mean it is the passion that's what i said so everybody will have some passion but you have to give your 100% to get but again we still feel i mean we have not got what we really want so you know it should still be better so those things are there but, but travel has taught uh, so much but travel again is not just about wildlife or birding for us it's uh, you know we go to these places which are uh, least commercial we don't go to for example tourist uh, lake and uh, boating no 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 and you know something like these points or that point i mean it's nice they are beautiful but there's so much of crowd over there so we generally avoid What? so basically we like to go to the least commercial places and those places where we get to understand the culture the tradition we are all big time foodies we love their food so you know enjoy the different kind of local cuisine we really meet up meet, meet a lot of locals kind of get to know them we are friends with so many actually like that so yeah it's a complete package you know see it's the passion that drives you actually to go there yeah. and yeah. you have to sit there like you said it has taught you so much 
and then meeting the local people it's a complete different experience and but it's not everybody's cup of tea i must tell you really no, hats, no. Off, hats off to you guys <laughs> yeah. so there yeah. a passion that drives you to go there and stay for so long to get that perfect yeah. shot so i understand yeah. Yeah. Uh, the effort that goes in this right yeah. it's really it's great and I mean, that's there <laughs> and uh, somehow you both have you know the same kind of interest that's, that's exactly important. yeah Yeah, so, yeah, I mean that's very rare, you know. Same very interest. Rare. Some people may just say, "What the hell? Yeah, who is going to go and sit in a hide for so I long?" I know, and... so long. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. who's going to spend so much time? Or maybe they have different interests. It's like personalities yeah. might be different. Some might Correct. like Correct. doing something else. Some might not even like to step out of the house. Yeah. But since your interests match, and now Anika is also joining you in all yeah. these travel quests, it's really yeah. nice to know <laughs> that you know, as a yeah. family. But that's what. Uh, Yeah, they yeah. say no grass is greener on the other side it's other like, side. it looks very nice but for us it's like oh my god everybody into photography buying those gears going to those trips is pretty expensive so we say that one of us probably wouldn't have been doing it it would have you know saved so much it's like now everything is into three so that is oh, there that's pretty <laughs> i know i understand photography the gear is also too much right it's really costly because as you go deeper into it you have to invest on the lenses right so and then if you and me really need to get that shot so yeah <laughs> yeah among all of this how has it been being a mother to anika so how is your personality on that side you know how it brings right yeah i know there's i mean uh, anika i think right from the time she's born you know, she's been a very easy kid very very easy kid so i never had that uh, thing of you know how will i manage and especially i couldn't get too much help because my mom was not so well my mother in law was not so well and i'm the only daughter and you know even with abhi his elder brother is abroad so it's just us so we started getting external help we started having maids and things like that but while we used to still work from home not i've never taken a break besides the 3 months of maternity so work from home spend time with her be there for her and all those things and for some time she was in hubli also with the maid so that she gets the time with her grandparents both sets so those happened but she was always very easy very easy to adapt no problem and uh, we started traveling so much so much and then she in fact poor thing she has a lot of motion sickness but she doesn't she's not cranky about it she's fine so she's just so comfortable she's like she just stops and you know she sits and she enjoys it she loves traveling too so it's very easy uh, with her so somehow i've never had that uh, of course every mother and daughter they do or, or a child they always have their own you know certain disciplines and certain things and these kids are so used to moms all the time yelling so it's okay but besides that i think they're uh, always jory it's uh, it always keeps oh happening it's always going to be there and it's like this person is always yelling it's okay but somehow she's become now that she's grown she's 10 and a half she's going to soon be 11 now she's become more like a friend i mean we talk about everything we discuss so many things she's very open to us and you know we discuss everything literally right so, yeah, she's really nice that you know you have kept the channels of communication open it's the same with yeah. you my uh, son arav is also 10 and half yeah. so yeah. and uh, i can see i think this generation is getting that preteens vibe a little quicker right and it's too much and to handle it's too much <laughs> yeah. to handle their hormones we need to have i mean the, i don't know what amount of patience <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and with the younger one around six, so it's a really tough kind of for me also. I But know. I can understand with Anika how it's going through with Arav also. So every child is definitely yeah. different, though. But you know, I can make Very out the generation. You know what vibe they are carrying. 
they have oh, yes, of course usual personality it's coming up yeah. so quickly out yes, so yes. to make them and probably we got into it when we were in our ninth or 10th or something little oh, bit you know our traits not the way i mean i think yeah. even then we were like very dumb gauri we were like yeah, whatever dumb, our parents nothing okay fine yeah that's all but uh, really these days yeah. kids you know quite smart and these kids and are very sensitive also they're very sensitive they're yeah, sensitive yeah. too even yeah, yeah. they were quite sensitive yeah. anika is yeah. just like that anika very said, very sensitive very you know, i'm like how bit. on earth yeah how will you manage what will you do but then i used to just remember me i don't know if you remember her as a kid i think you know till 9th <laughs> or 10th i was very scared you know only with a little set of people i used to but if somebody would say something i would feel i would start crying and but eventually i think with the experience it changed me it molded me so maybe these kids also maybe but i always tell them how yeah how will you manage with you know so being like Yeah, yeah. No, definitely because if you remember, even in school, I was very reserved, kind of. You know, yeah. uh, would talk very little, only when required yeah. to. And I, it was difficult for me to come out in the open. You know, when from a girls' convent to move into co-ed, and Co then yeah. when I went to engineering, Gauri, that's when oh. I kind of got the courage because I had to live in a hostel. Then I had to live independently. It teaches you a lot. So that's yeah. when you know I. got uh, a little bold and they're stronger there and experience you know i think our children also need to go through that experience so they'll stand yeah. out strong like we have survived oh, it yeah. hopefully we have survived it <laughs> so we they'll also be able to do that right yeah, yeah. these so, guys have all kind of support in every form i think so i think it's good uh, enough for them i think gauri one more thing is uh, these days kids have been giving uh, given a lot of attention no like yes, uh, yes. that's right. also reason sometimes even we get over stressed you know these are parents most of them you know they don't let the children be like at least you and me are, have decided that kids should let let them be right correct and i feel yeah. that's the same because every child is different nobody is the same yeah yeah but you know system outside it's really it's very different it's like two kids fight the parents get involved i'm like why man our time how much we used to fight our parents didn't even know what was to happen oh, so those true. kind of things i feel though they should be you know able to handle when teachers you know when teachers used yeah. to handle us it used to never be parents oh. coming and fighting with the kid i mean the no. teachers or telling yeah. how is that so i think these days uh, parents are given a, a lot of attention that's why children are getting even more you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, let's let's hope they come out stronger <laughs> and survive I know. <laughs> i know i know absolutely yes yes yeah. so uh, dori how has been the journey of life if i could say ah, it's a, it's, uh, <laughs> of course i mean see there are a lot of ups and downs obviously for all of us each of us so yes i mean i have had my own shares of ups and downs uh, but i think overall it's okay so what's helped me is as i said i mean you know my different uh, passion my hobbies uh i'm somehow kind of accepting that we have to move on that's something that's really helpful and my family is immensely supportive so there is no doubt they let me do whatever i want to do, obviously and i always tell my husband it's like you know many people tell me oh you're very lucky your husband gives you the freedom i'm like stop it like why should my husband give me the freedom it's my life i will live it the way i want to live i mean i always tell this to people it's like nobody is there to give freedom to anybody it is your life and you choose the way you want to live it is so important but i'm fortunate that even he thinks the same thing the same way it's important yeah. yes yes yeah. 
so that's important so you know those things have really taught me uh, a lot of things so i do what i feel like doing i you know uh, another thing what i have started is uh, also blogging it's mainly for myself uh, i write i write i keep scribbling whatever i think and whatever comes so i think that kind of helps so my travels i blog and you know i put up pictures on the blogs and that so those things help me i feel some of those things kind of my emotions come out there you know through an image or through a writing it kind of just comes out so that's there but life has been nice i mean it's good and uh, as you know being an only child friends have been my life always so you know it's it's always great and i'm i'm very lucky to have some very very good friends they have stood by me i think in the most difficult times of my life so they are there so Yeah, yeah I definitely I can understand when they you don't have siblings uh, you know friends are your support system especially yeah. when you need them the most you know you can yeah. share it with them all and uh, that's how life is but it's good yeah. to know see if it's a roller coaster ride for all of us right so yes. we have kind of you know now at this point i think we need we are just like let's be content right it's yes. we're not running after anything is we have understood at this point right yeah. girl Yeah. So what yeah. we want yes, in life, yes. no priorities yeah. have to be clear. This is what Absolutely. is life, right? Yes. Yes. There, because there's no point complaining or cribbing. But what no. is there or what is not? Acceptance, like you said, is the best way to move on, right? It's the best way to move on. I mean, yeah, things do go wrong, but we have yeah. to be there for our family. That's one thing, and that's something that you know. Sometimes I also feel that I over kind of because yeah. again, being the only child, every little time it's like little something happens. I'm like all the time on the phone checking with my parents. So. you know those things happen you sometimes get overwhelmed you sometimes try to overdo probably but then uh, you know things just settle learn along so, the way i think you learn yeah. along the way right yeah you learn i mean you start accepting it's fine and all yeah. you need is that your family or folks are all happy and, you know things that's, are fine that's your so, your circle you know your circle inner yeah, circle yeah. of the inner circle yes yes it's so important <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, that's nice nice good i mean yeah i mean life has treated me well it's good yes nice to know gauri gauri let's uh, get on to some uh, things and get to know more about you you can just let me know your uh, favorite uh, songs any three favorite songs or singers oh my god <laughs> you songs, listen to music uh, i listen to a lot of music Oh, that is again another healing thing. Uh, again, music for me is uh, because my mother used to sing, and now she cannot because uh, she was uh, detected with cancer about twenty years ago. So after that, she stopped. So she was the one who taught me singing. So I've learned. I mean, not that I sing great now, but there was a time when I used to practice also. Now I don't really practice much. So music is like nice. Even today, if I feel very stressed out, I just sing and I feel good. However, the singing is, but it's nice. Favorite songs. Um, I mean, I cannot really name anything in particular, but uh, I do like uh, very old Hindi songs. Very old. I mean, the black and white times. Uh, I like uh, some very nice English uh, music. A uh, couple of them are my favorites. I like Shakira. <laughs> I like. Uh, I yeah. I mean, she's somebody who I really like. And then I like, as I said, the old black and white music. I like Lata Mangeshkar and Asha Bhosle and those. Uh, these beach wale. I mean, they are okay. They're nice to listen for some time, and then it's done. Yes, so it's yes. Not something that yeah. That's my so, go-to music too. That's my go-to music yes. too. Like the Kishore, Mohammad Rafi, Lata. Yes, yes. It's like yes, classic. So nice. It's always yes, yes. like I'm also an old school girl, so I always keep going back to that in my time. Yeah. You know, just listen to it. Yeah. It gives you that peace. You know, okay, everything is fine. 
I know, and I remember as a kid, my mornings used to start with the Vivid Bharti radio at home. True, true. Uh, because both my parents used to sing, and they like, and likewise here because my father-in-law is with us, so he is also a lot into music. So all the time we have that karma on, so you know the music is on. So it's nice, the music is going on. So yeah, I mean, I love music. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, in fact, I love some regional music also. I like some yes. nice Kannada uh, songs as well these days, and uh, Marathi songs sometimes. So. Yeah. <laughs> What about movies, Gauri? Any favorite three movies you want to mention, which have le- left impression, or you just liked it for just for the sake of it? Any three movies or shows? Anything? Uh, something that I can think of right now. It's very difficult to kind of think of something. Uh, but then, uh, yes, um, I have. Uh, the out of the recent ones i really like zindagi na milegi dobara i really yeah. like it it's uh, awesome. very beautiful yes very very nice uh, nicely done movie yeah, i like yeah. some english uh, movies as well uh, of course nowadays all i do on netflix is uh, look at something called feel good movies and some nice movies pop up you know and then i watch so one of uh, such movies is uh, something called as holiday in the wild i really like it it's been very nice so those uh, there are some such movies and some old time movies obviously like you know our times what we used to like uh, yes, i still enjoy hum saath saath it's very stupid when my husband abhi looks at me he's like oh my god i'm running away but i still like it it's very silly <laughs> i like to watch it in bits and pieces yeah uh, it's nice you know it's that like you said no we are all in old school so we like kind of go back there and you know watch here and there Like I'd like to watch that. Uh, what what DDLJ bits and pieces you are yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks for suggesting that show. So maybe our listeners would be listening. So they would like to watch Holiday in the Wild. So any other movies, yes, yes. Or web series that you could, would want to suggest? This uh, Holiday in the Wild is a movie. Okay. Such. Yeah, it is a very nice one. Uh, there are some web series also. I like Virgin River, which is very nice. It's uh, I think on Netflix or Amazon Prime. So there are some very uh, pretty nice ones. And I like Lawyers. If people enjoy law, then Suits is something which is amazing. So I used to follow those yeah. things. Uh, but I still, I mean, if we really talk about series and old times, I love Malgudi Days. <laughs> there is nothing that can beat Malgudi Days. <laughs> I love Mal. It was the charm, you know, that uh, good old days charm. You know, yeah. it just comes in uh, front of our eyes yeah. like a flash. I know the entire uh, cinematography, the way it was shot. And recently, I had been to that area, and there was this Malgudi Days museum that was there, and you know, I went and saw. So it is after Shimoga towards um, Kotchatri, that sound, I mean, on in the Western Ghats. Recently, I had been there, and it was so nostalgic and so beautiful. So just love it. And uh, <laughs> Western Ghats. I mean, I think I forgot to mention it at that time. This one thing I would definitely like to say is that you know I've traveled to many places, uh, India, and you know a couple of places outside. But what really gives me that high, that kick, is Western Ghats of Karnataka only. <laughs> It's like something is there over there. I don't know what I feel. It's just calling so you nice. back and, time and again, yeah. right? Yeah, and Malgudi Days does that to me. It kind of, kind of, so nostalgic. Yes, yes. So definitely. Nice. Yeah. nice to know, Gloria. I'm also getting into that mode now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any books you like? You like reading books? You like reading? Yes, I enjoy reading. I enjoy reading books. The recent one, which I would definitely like to tell people if they enjoy, is a book called Elephant Whisperers. It is so good. Very, very nice. 
so that's one book uh, by Lawrence Anthony I love that book it's very nice the fiction it's uh, a fiction not fiction no it's basically uh, how a couple looked after elephants in africa you know how they basically it was they were wild elephants and because they used to be in the you know their farm their land was in the wild and how they basically converted that entire area into a elephants park the wildlife uh, elephants uh, reserve so that's how that was one book fictions i love i like some real mafia movies there's one author called hussein zaidi who i read a lot so they, he basically writes on uh, mumbai mafia yes, so yes. how that Yeah, so that's yeah, one there are a lot of uh, authors uh, on Mumbai Mafia. I think I've read yes. Vish Damija and Ravi Subramanian. Uh-huh. I think there are some... yes, Ravi Subramanian is very nice. So favorite, like yeah, his books. I've read all of them, so it's really yes. fascinating. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Places, though, you have already mentioned Western Ghats as you're calling any time, right? Calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what yes. what kind of food? Uh, since you're a foodie, what what would be your favorite dishes? Yeah. So uh, I belong to obviously uh, you know Canada Brahmin with Marathi influence kind of a family. So uh, I grew up eating a lot of uh, you know holgis or puran poli or different sweet rotis. It used to be uh, yes. sweet sugar holgi like sakte holgi is what we call or jaggeries or coconut and yes. the modak what we call the steamed yes. ones what we yes. eat. So. that is something i terribly miss what my mom makes and you know her simple home food you know simple dal and rice what my mother used to make used to be like my best best go to food uh, and then i'm married to a family which belongs to the coast uh, so basically his surname is madangeri and madangeri is a small town near gokarna it's right there so they uh, make a lot of seafood and luckily as a kid i have you know been uh, you know exposed to uh, the seafood as well a lot because my aunt was a goan and uh, you know we have i had non vegetarian since my childhood so right. after these people you know when i got married and the coastal food and things like that i love seafood i learned uh, cooking it from my mother in law so i think seafood is something all of us love in my house <laughs> so we just don't right. uh, Yeah, yeah yeah so my my favorites are of course these the simple food which i really miss which my mother used to make and uh, the seafood we love seafood all kinds of seafood we explore different from different uh, parts you know parts, not just goa or karwar yeah everywhere yeah so we love that but we also love try different food it's like you go to a place so it's basically be a roman uh, rome it's like you go <laughs> to a place true. and uh, we explore by the local yeah, cuisine Yes, yes, yes. So we went to Uttarakhand a couple of years, three, four years back, and we wanted to have that Kumani food, yes, so food. those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. So we love that most authentic kind of stuff. I know it's always good, you know, because uh, it adds into your uh, flavor of the trip also yes. as a nostalgic yeah. memory. Because if you just go there and go and order McDonald's burgers or pizza, it's no, no point. No, no, People, you no know, point. these days, कहीं पे भी जाओ बस ये they just try to find. whatever is there like junk but i always you know try to make sure that jahan jahan like you said been i mean if you are in rome be a roman just like that yeah. you have yeah. to try the local food you have to get yeah. the experience then it yeah. becomes you know paisa vasool trip <laughs> <laughs> I know I know and uh, as a family I mean the other day I really enjoyed when I think I was talking to you over the phone and when your son was making a paratha so that's something we like it too it's like you know cook together as a family I think it's a yes. great way of spending time 
so we cook different types i mean we google and we figure out and some different cuisine from somewhere and luckily being in these bigger cities you are exposed you get different ingredients as well so just get them and we start cooking together maybe on an afternoon with a nice glass of wine and then you know we cook it's like the best thing it's our best thing to do at home i you think know, that's one thing we've done like a stress buster no cooking yes. uh, together as a family that's what yeah. even uh, i do with my children and my husband also gets into the kitchen he is also yeah. into the food sometimes you know oh, <laughs> it's really amazing it's <laughs> a lot also especially uh, when i'm really busy or i'm not able to do it so then he steps up and then does the cooking so yeah. oh my god what a relief and he makes <laughs> really good tea so when we meet gauri i last my husband to make this <laughs> that's one <laughs> thing my husband does do. chai <laughs> जॉब So basically they all love cooking I'm not too much into cooking I don't I'm just there and chatting with them unless it is seafood because seafood nobody else know how to cook it's my mother in law when somebody has to be there no to keep them occupied oh, and so to monitor, taste the no? food taste the food <laughs> yeah. and somebody has to yeah. so you are that motivational force there I'm there yeah yeah not there always really otherwise besides seafood I, I don't really cook unless there's something very special something different which i want to do on friday i just decided i want to bake so those kind of thing but not a uh, regular thing but uh, abhi does it every weekend it is his thing he wants to cook and my <laughs> my maid who my uh, you know my in house maid she is an excellent cook so they enjoy yeah, sorted at least after a tired day of work i mean you have good food to eat what else can you yes. ask simple food bhi ho but it's good food yeah, yeah. and stomach yeah, fills yeah. that's all nothing else right that's nothing enough. more to ask <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> thank you so much gauri on that note i think uh, we had a wonderful conversation i hope you enjoyed yeah. this your final I words loved it. Yeah, final words i think first of all thank you i think it's a very nice thing that you are doing because it's a nice way of you know interacting and getting in touch with your friends trying to know them because probably we knew each other very well when we were in school but life has changed a lot since then so it's a very nice thing of you know getting to know and making somebody feel so good i think you're really making somebody feel so special so that's like the best thing uh final words i would say two things uh, one is definitely everyone needs to have a passion it is so important be it anything because when you get old and when you kind of you know the kids move away or, or even now sometimes you know during this, these pandemic times there are times where you feel lonely but when you have something a passion to you know uh, look up to look forward think to that is something yeah yeah and that is something which will uh, really help you in the long run so a passion of any form be it art be it paintings be it reading be it whatever i mean you want to blog you want to travel you do whatever but i think everybody needs to have i mean some people don't even know so if it's if you do not know what your passion is it's the time to find out what it is so that is the thing and uh, coming to i think i had spoken to you about it a little while ago it's about the careers i mean i think everybody should be led to do what they want to do it is so important be it their work be it whatever i mean the decisions they take so it's so important because unless you take your own decision you do not even know what you're capable of you know if you keep following what everybody says it's just that this is what it is but the moment you step back and think what is it that you can do and what you're capable of 
then that's the thing so whatever path you choose i think if you just struggle if you work hard there's no stopper so yeah thank you so much dori that you. was really nice the final words i think definitely it's going to be our takeaway for this episode and our listeners will definitely have something something going on in their mind and think about this and uh, i i hope you enjoyed this session i like it yeah thank, thank you so you much so hope, much. hope yeah. to see you in person soon then we we'll catch up yeah man i think we should catch up we should